I'm your host, Miss Bailey Jean, and you're listening to the Gen Z Boss Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping Gen Z succeed in the changing world. We want to help you become a boss in all areas of your life, whether it be in education, finances, or your career. We research and bring in new guests to help you become a Gen Z boss. So, Katie, I'm really excited to have you on. Do you want to give a little introduction about yourself? Yes, so my name is Katie Farr. I'm a sophomore at Missouri State University. Um, I am from originally from Jefferson City, Missouri, the capital, which was an amazing place to grow up. Um, I actually went to grade school right across the street from the capital, uh, which was super cool. I didn't think that the capital was like such a huge deal until I came to Springfield and was like, that's a that's a big deal for people. And yeah. so gave me a whole love for my hometown. Um, but I digress. Um, I am uh, studying public relations here at Missouri State, which I'm super excited for. And I think that ties really well into my side hustle of pageantry. Um, I am currently serving as Miss Springfield Route 66 within the Miss America organization. Um, so I will be competing for the title of Miss Missouri in June is very very exciting super happy to be going back to Miss Missouri. That is so exciting so tell us what got you into pageants? So my senior year of high school my boyfriend's family they have been active in the Miss Missouri organization and they said Katie I think this is something that you would be really good at. It kind of combines all of my interests. And so I was very hesitant at first because, you know, there's those those pageant stereotypes that so many people have that it's just a parade, a beauty competition, that kind of thing. Um, Rich, preppy girls. And I was very hesitant at first, and then I decided, why not? Let's go, let's go see what this is all about. So I went to the Miss Missouri pageants just to watch and see what this thing that I wanted to get into was all about. And whenever I saw all of those empowering, confident, fierce women up on that stage, I knew that that is what I wanted to do, and I wanted to be as confident and empowered as those women on that stage. So um, I wasn't going to compete my freshman year of college because the Miss category or competition, that section, the age limit is 18 to 26. So I was on the 18 side of that spectrum and very nervous to be competing with women who had so much more years of experience than I did. but my sweet mates actually here at Missouri State University backed behind me and we prepared and I won my first local competition um, last year in October of 2021 and continued on to Miss Missouri this past June. And it was just such a phenomenal experience. And I was so lucky to place in the top 11 at my first year at Miss Missouri. I was the People's Choice winner and received a newcomer award, which was just an amazing um amazing honor in my first year competing. That is such a cool story. I love how many people pushed you to do this and like from your boyfriend's family to your sweet mates like that is just heartwarming and you mentioned like the stigma of pageant girls Uh, but I would love it if you could like clear up what are the girls actually like how do you feel when you're around them like what do you feel like pageant girls are actually like? So 
I at first was very intimidated by all of these super accomplished and confident, well-spoken women. And then you meet them and you realize that they are the truest, kindest, most authentic women. And they really are there to watch you succeed as well. Um, a lot of people will ask, don't you all just hate each other? Like you're competing against each other when in all reality, we're all so close and such great friends. Um, and I've honestly made some lifelong friends through this organization and I've only been a part of it for a year. So truly these women are just empowering confident, authentic, and so easy to talk to. Of course, any empowered, confident woman is a little intimidating at first, but truly like all of them are such sweet people and I'm so happy to know them and have them cheering for me as well. That is so amazing, Katie. I absolutely love that. Um, walk us through, what is it like going through pageant, a competition? I don't think many people know really what that entails so like can you give us some information yeah so there are let me see four phases of competition whenever you're competing at a pageant so we have the private interview phase of competition which is just a conversation between you and the judges it's your chance to really get to know them on a personal level and for them to get to know you um, which is honestly one of the best parts of competition in my opinion because you get to really connect and be your authentic self with these judges and show them that you can be a title holder. Um, and then we move on to the actual show part of a pageant. And there is the red carpet, which is formerly known as evening gown in the Miss America organization, which is a chance for you to show your personal style, your grace and confidence on stage. And then the talent portion, which is a cl very close to my heart. I am a theater girl through and through, love to sing um, and perform. So the talent portion is really one of my favorite parts of the competition. Um, and though you may think like talent, oh, I have to sing, I have to dance, I have to be able to play an instrument. Nowadays, um, there are more quote unquote unconventional talents at Miss America. Um, actually, Miss America 2020, Camille Shriver, I believe, um, she did a science experiment for her talents and won Miss America. So truly, you don't have to sing or dance or play an instrument to still compete and be phenomenal in the talent portion. And then the last onstage portion of competition is the onstage question and social impact pitch. The social impact pitch is actually what replaced the swimsuit competition in Miss America. Um, back in 2019, they made a switch to um, get rid of the swimsuit phase of competition and focus more on the platforms that um, title holders create, because that is a part of this organization, is um, advocating for a platform that you are passionate about. Um, my platform is Altogether Beautiful, which is eating disorder awareness, aimed at spreading funds, awareness, and educating individuals about eating disorders, because that is something that isn't talked about enough. Um, that is what I am doing my social impact initiative on through this organization. Um, there are girls who do things regarding disabilities or sexual assault awareness, um, but it can really be anything that you're passionate about. And then a part of that phase is onstage question, as I mentioned, which is something that I feel a lot of girls really get scared 
by the on-stage question part because that's the part you see on TV where they're like, world peace. Um, but <laughs> it's really just a chance for you to continue that private interview with the judges. That is what that question is. It's a continuation of your private interview. So it's that final chance for you to answer a question that the judges were curious about and give your opinions because they're truly not judging you on what your opinion is. They're judging you on how you can articulate a sound opinion. So those are the main phases of competition. There are, of course, so many things that go into it and being really a servant for your community is huge. The community service and volunteer aspect of this organization is phenomenal. Um, I was crowned this past September and I do not go and compete at state until June. So through that entire, what is that, nine, 10 months, I'm serving my community, furthering my social impact initiative and just being a title holder. Thank you for so, like, so much for sharing that you did a really good job of explaining the different parts because I think a lot of us too like you mentioned the world peace part I think yeah. like the moment <laughs> of pageants like I think it's something like that Sandra Bullock um, saying world peace yes <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm curious if you would be interested in sharing more about your own social impact project and talk a little bit about that of course my social impact initiative is near and dear to my heart because I did struggle with an eating disorder throughout high school. And I think that it is something that not enough people talk about. And it is so, so relevant, especially in a day and age where social media is something that so many of us rely on and it really truly affects our mental health. So my platform is named Altogether Beautiful, which is actually from a Bible verse that I found my senior year when writing a testimony about my story. Um, the Bible verse is, you are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. And that truly just like that phrase stuck with me and resonated with me. And the second that I decided to compete in this organization, I knew that that was what I needed to advocate for and that that was going to be the title because truly we are altogether beautiful. It doesn't matter what you look like, what background you have. We are all altogether beautiful in all, all aspects of our life. Um, and I think that my goal as a title holder, as Miss Missouri, as Katie, is to really show people that it's not your looks that define you. It's your confidence, your authenticity, and just you as an individual is altogether beautiful and really advocating for that message. That just gave me goosebumps, <laughs> especially when you said the full quote. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm curious, who is Katie? See, that is something that this organization has actually helped me to figure out before competing in Miss America and Miss Missouri. I truly didn't know who I was and like, what my core values are but I can say to you now that Katie is a fun loving musical theater nerd who loves a good coffee and is an Enneagram type three and the color charts of green and pink just are so accurate I mean I have a green cup sitting here talking to you today and that just is such a vibe for me but love <laughs> yes I I truly think that this organization showed me who I am confidently um I think that it's so hard to put yourself in a box and 
just kind of say this is who Katie is but um I think that who I am is someone who prides herself on being authentic and showing up in this world with kindness for sure Katie I have to say you are very authentic thank you Um, you're well spoken articulate um and you have been like showing like the Springfield Route 66 very well Thank you. It it truly is so amazing to be representing my community this year mm-hmm. um, and being able to be so close to home and the community that I'm serving. Last year, it was a little difficult being farther away from the community that I had a title associated with. Um, but this year, I feel that my heart is just so much more into it because the Springfield community has given me so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so thrilled to be able to be in this community serving them in return. So it's definitely going to be a great year. and I'm so happy to be serving Springfield. What does that typically look like when you say serving Springfield or serving your community in terms of like a title holder? What do you feel like that um, embodies? It can truly be so many different things. And as so many people say, it is what you make of it. So for example, my very first week after being crowned Miss Springfield Route 66, Miss Missouri, Miss Branson and I went to one of the Ronald McDonald houses here in Springfield and cooked a meal for the families. That's one way. Or say I I went two weekends ago to the Branson Terry Awards just to help out and be um, there for the nominees and all of the winners, which was super fun. Um, last year, I performed the national anthem at the Capitol for the fireworks um, on the 4th of July. There's just so many different things that you can do to help your community. Something that I'm really going to try and do this year in um, relation to my social impact initiative is go into schools as a Feed the Facts presenter, which um, I can talk to you a little bit more about, but, um, and really just educate students about eating disorders and what that looks like and the resources that are available to them. Um, So that is something that I'm hoping to do to serve the community here in Springfield this year as Miss Springfield Route 66, but it can truly be as big as presenting to every school in the area. But yeah, can we dive into your project or what you want to do? Yeah, so this past year, um, I have partnered with the Missouri Eating Disorders Association um, as a Moeda ambassador. Um, I'm also in the process of being trained as a Feed the Fact presenter, which is a presentation that I can take into middle and high schools and to community groups to really educate them on eating disorders and resources available to them while also incorporating my own story and struggles into that presentation. So I'm super excited to be partnering with the Missouri Eating Disorders Association to spread their message across the state. I'm also hopefully going to be um, a part of their junior executive board and create more experiences and awareness for this organization. Is there any stigmas um, about eating disorders that you wish would be cleared up or something that you wish other people knew? Eating disorders really affect so many individuals, regardless of your demographic. Um, You may look at me and say, you don't have an eating disorder, Um, but that's just so not the case. Anyone can be struggling no matter their size, their gender, identity, 
um, their age. It truly doesn't discriminate. And so I think that really understanding that there are so many different people that can be affected by this and so many different ways that individuals can be affected. It's not just someone who doesn't eat or makes themselves throw up after eating. There is um, excessive exercise, excessive calorie counting. There are so many different aspects that go into what an eating disorder is. And I think that educating yourself about what those symptoms are and how you can even if you're not struggling, how you can help a friend or family member, because you truly don't know. And I think that something that my friends and family members um, really look back on are, what are comments that they could have made that may have been triggering? And I think that is definitely something that we need to educate ourselves on is compliments don't just have to be physical. And truly, everything that you say can be taken in a way that you may not intend, especially when someone is struggling with an eating disorder or any mental illness for that matter. Um, you never know what's going on. And so just being conscientious of all of those things is so important. That is such a good reminder for us because I think that's something that unless someone, like you know someone close to you that's struggling or you're struggling, that's not something I think a lot of us think of. And your message and like your education is so important. Um, and I'm so excited to see all the amazing things that you do this year. Um, is there any other last piece of advice or anything that you would love to give either someone who wants to go into pedantry, someone who wants to start their own social impact? Honestly, anything, anything you'd love to give. I just really think that everyone should take that leap of faith. If you're scared or think, oh, I can't do that. Yes, you can. You totally can. The Miss America organization has a slogan, actually, that I would really love to leave with you all. Um, the organization is preparing great women for the world and preparing the world for great women. So, so truly, this is an organization prided in empowering women. And take that leap of faith. You may not be empowered now but join this organization and you will be empowered. Trust me, I have the experience to prove it. I love that. And Katie, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Miss Springfield Route 66 underscore Mo or my personal account, Caitlin M. Farr. And I have one last question for you. Um, but what does it mean to be a Gen Z boss? I think being a Gen Z boss, especially now, is really taking that action now. Why wait for tomorrow? I am 19 years old, but I am going for my dreams and focusing on my future. And I think that as a Generation Z and being a Gen Z boss is about not waiting for chances to just happen upon you. It's taking the initiative to create your own future and whatever you want that to be and being a boss in your life in whatever way that may mean for you um, and really just grabbing a hold of your future and not letting it pass you by. I love that so much. Thank you so much, Katie. This was an amazing episode um, and I'm so excited for it. Thank you so much for having me. This was phenomenal. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found something useful. 
For more information, check out our show notes and follow us on our socials. As always, feel free to reach out and tune into the Gen Z Boss Podcast every Tuesday for a new episode.